honesty, passion, experience. It's Timberwolves Explosion, hosted on thesportstuff.com. And now, your host, Paladino Joey. Hello again, Timberwolves fans. Are you ready for the explosion of Timberwolves basketball? I'm your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Awajan. Timberwolves Explosion is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podman, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Audible, Stitcher, Double Twist. Thank you once again for joining me today. It is a great pleasure to be on board once again with you today. As I kept my word, I'm back to talk about the NBA playoffs. So I'm actually going to do a playoff preview. Unfortunately, of course, we're not in it. Hopefully, it's just the beginning of good times coming forward where we will be in the postseason. We'll have to wait and see if that is the case next season and all that. Of course, the new owners and all that as they are, well, Alex Rodriguez and Mark Laurie, but of course on a minority basis for a couple of years until the start of the 23-24 season. Yes, we're in the Roaring Twenties, as you might have uh, might have figured out by now. The Roaring Twenties, yep. A <laughs> hundred years after the, the real Roaring Twenties, anyway. Uh, yep, and I'll talk a bit about some of the awards going around. Rookie of the Year, MVP, this and that. Obviously not going to spend hours and hours on it. This might be just a one-segment shot. I'm kind of debating on that at the moment. But that's pretty much where I'm going. Uh, the Lakers barely survived against the Golden State Warriors. They were losing the whole game and kind of came back and won. And LeBron James it looked like he broke his ankle. And then I guess he was poked in the eye instead of breaking his ankle. So luckily he didn't get hurt too bad. And he got out there and played. And I guess he shot towards the... He said he was seeing three rims when he hit the, the dagger against the Warriors. He was seeing three rims and he shot out the one in the middle. So whatever that means. <laughs> that's kind of cute, I guess. But we'll look at the uh, top three finalists according to Yahoo Sports. We'll get to that now. Might as well right before the postseason. Ugh, yuck. Steph Curry, yuck. Uh, he's joined uh, Nikola Jokic and Joel Embiid as MVP finalists. So those are like the three MVP finalists at the moment. Uh, I'm not a big fan, of course. Uh, <clears throat> pardon me. Julius Randle for most improved. He's like the most improved player. He's a favorite. Rudy Gobert for defensive player of the year. LaMelo Ball rookie of the year. I can't accept that. Well, we'll see what happens. MVP finalist Nikola Jokic. Steph Curry for, yeah, I don't want him to win it. Joel Embiid. Yeah, if Joel Embiid could stay healthy, he'd get my vote for sure. Rookie of the year, LaMelo Ball, Anthony Edwards, and Tyrese Halliburton. Well, I think we know who's getting third out of that group. Not to be rude, but it's, uh, you know, it's <laughs> sixth man of the year. Jordan Clarkson, Utah Jazz. Joe Ingles, Utah Jazz. Okay. Um, how does that work? But I, I guess, uh, well, there's a, they have two sixth men, I guess. Okay. Um, Derek Rose, New York Knicks. Yes, I know Timberwolves fans are going to be on the, dancing on the clouds over that. I don't care about Derek Rose. It's past, you know. Good good luck. Good, good luck to him. I'm glad he's still healthy. Glad he's still playing. I'm glad the Knicks are playing well. I... I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna dance on the clouds over Derrick Rose. You know, good luck to him. I'm happy for him. This and that. That's about it. You know, I'm not gonna go crazy over it. Defensive Player of the Year finalists: Rudy Gobert, Draymond Green, despite a horrible start to the season, but I suppose his defense is good all year. And Benjamin Simmons of the Philadelphia 76ers. Remember him? Coach of the Year: Monty Williams, Phoenix Suns, Thomas Tom Thibodeau. New York Knicks, Quinn Snyder, Utah Jazz. Those are all really good candidates, to be quite honest. Most improved player of the year, Jutes Randall, Orange Julius Randall of the Knicks, Michael Porter Jr., Denver Nuggets, 
Jeremiah Grant of the Detroit Pistons. That's cute. <laughs> I know I'm being kind of condescending about that, but yeah. Okay, do you want to hear my votes? Since if if like one or two of you actually care, yeah, my uh, MVP for the season. You know I'm not going to give it to Curry. I hate the guy. <laughs> oh, if he would stay freaking healthy. I'm just going to pretend he did. Joel Embiid. You know, I, I think, yeah. And I don't even like him either. Obviously, Carl Anthony Towns and him. Okay, it's going to be Jokic. Go, go Jokic. Obviously, did a great job with the Denver Nuggets. Nikola Jokic. Denver Nuggets had a great season, obviously. This and that. He is he's an MVP type of a guy right now, which sounds kind of weird, obviously. Uh, super talented, though. Uh, too bad it wasn't uh, Doncic yet, because I know the whole planet thinks it's him <laughs> most of the time, or he's a future like ten-time MVP. Still not there yet. Rookie of the year, we'll get to that last because there's an actual Timberwolf player there who I think is yeah. We'll get back to that. Sixth man of the year, let's go with Jordan Clarkson. He has just been phenomenal for the Utah Jazz. That guy is instant offense. He shoots dagger after dagger after dagger. Ingles Odovosti is awesome. He's an awesome player, but. Uh, I think Jordan Clarkson is the sixth man of the year. That's just my opinion. The guy is a stud off the bench, just a stud. Defensive player of the year, Rudy Gobert. I don't, I don't, uh, yeah, you're right, Rudy Gobert. I'm going to give it to Rudy Gobert. Draymond Green, kind of up and down all season. Ben Simmons is, you know, all over the place. Sometimes he's so good, though, my God. Coach of the year, Quinn Snyder. Quinn Snyder is going to get the coach of the year for the Utah Jazz, the Utes. Queen Snyder gets my vote. Monty Williams and Tom Thibodeau, though, unbelievably well-deserving candidates. And if either one of them wins, it good for them. You know, good for them in all sincerity. The most improved player, let's go with Julius Randle. Um, he's, he's, he's an all-star, basically, now. And before, you, you couldn't have said that. Michael Porter Jr., good player, kind of role player-ish. And Jeremiah, Jeremiah Grant plays for one of the worst teams in the league. So, Sorry. He, he doesn't stand out to me like uh, Julius Randle. It's got to be Julius Randle. So, and Rookie of the Year is Anthony Edwards. Okay, but we'll talk about Anthony a little more. Nikola Jokic is my MVP. <clears throat> Anthony Edwards, Rookie of the Year. Sixth Man of the Year, Jordan Clarkson. Defensive Player of the Year, Rudy Gobert. Coach of the Year, Quinn Snyder. So we got three Utah Jazz there, but hey, I mean, they had a hell of a year. Give them credit. And the New York Knicks get Julius Randle for the Most Improved Player. And I think Tom Thibodeau should have super strong consideration, along with Monty Williams, for Coach of the Year. I think that one is kind of like a flip of coin almost. I mean, those guys all did such a great job. And they deserve a ton of props. Whoever gets it, I'll be happy for. Steph Curry wins the MVP. Okay, great. We're happy for you. Joel Embiid wins it. It'll be like, well, you were injured too damn much, but I guess so. Uh, obviously, he does a great job. Obviously, Joel Embiid is a phenomenal player. He's kind of an ass, but so is Steph Curry. So, yeah, that's just my opinion. LaMelo Ball, hell of a player. If he gets it, he gets it, but I yeah, I hope not. Anthony Edwards, it's good to hear that a lot of people are saying Anthony Edwards probably has the better future out of the three guys. And Tyrese Halliburton, it, it is what it is. You get the bronze medal. Like, no offense. Valuable guy, but bronze medal, buddy. Sorry. I'm sorry out of that group, but he's, he's the bronze. And watch him get it. Just watch. Just watch. <laughs> it's kind of funny, though. Two jazz for six men of the year. It's Yeah, Jordan. Okay. So you get the idea, Jordan Clarkson, blah, 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 Gobert. So I think I've made my opinions there. As for Anthony Edwards, I've said it a couple times on the show. I'm sure Vince has already heard it, and I talked about it again to him uh, in a private message on Facebook, you know, in the Messenger and all that. And all that. Vince Germano, text and talk more than people know. As You know, that's, a, that's an old saying. That's a funny saying that goes around. It's kind of a modern saying, but an old modern saying, I guess. You could say it's text and talk. Yeah. Um, 
I didn't get a I didn't get a vibe. He disagreed with me. Let's just leave it at that. Uh, he's going to be wonderful. Uh, I I see Dominique Wilkins in um, in Anthony Edwards. I said that about Wiggins for a minute there because of the spin move, but this one I really do. I, I see I see Dominique Wilkins and Anthony Edwards. I obviously love Dominique Wilkins very much. I have an autographed jersey. Believe it or not, I have old school Hawks hats. My old pal, you know, live video said the Hawks hat. And if I ever come back on video again for any of the podcasts I do, including Freedom of Thought, I'll probably be end up wearing that hat because some, let's just say I'm not going to go on video without a hat on. It's not a good idea. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, just ask, uh, just ask, uh, oh, they hurt my feelings. Who, I forget who made the, was it Stu Benson? Was it Stu Vincent or Vince that did it? The big bald brand or something? They're making fun of me and and Hank McCoy. Ugh, thanks a lot, right? <laughs> We're not that bold. Yeah, well, some of us actually are, unfortunately. Okay, well, you get the idea. Uh, Anthony Edwards, though, I just think he is the most deserving player for most uh, for uh, for the rookie of the year, most viable rookie. There's something about this guy. It's not just the fact that he puts up spectacular plays, and it's like I was just so wowed last year. If you listen back to my draft preview, basically State of the Timberwolves 2020, because that was what it was, State of the Timberwolves 2020 when the Wolves season was already over, so I did the show in June, like on time. This year it'll be probably, uh, yeah, it'll probably be in June, but later in June. You know, like the end of June, maybe right around July 4th weekend-ish, it'll probably pop out, and that'll probably be the next episode unless I have another England do another playoff conversation, which could easily happen. And, of course, talk about the new owners as well. Uh, if press conference happens, they say something interesting and other news happens. But um, there's something magical about Anthony Edwards where not only does he put up great, uh, you know, obviously his numbers are solid. His shooting percentage can be all over the place. But when he's on, he's, he's unbelievable. Uh, he's got that quick first step. He's got that explosiveness, and he's built like a truck. And he's a 19-year-old, you know. So that's what reminds me of LeBron James a little bit. The fact that Anthony Edwards is literally built like a truck at age 19. Wiggins still would get his ass whooped by Anthony Edwards physically if they, you know, when they're one-on-one. So many players have come, and it's like, man, he needs to he needs to bulk up his frame, this and that, you know, this and that. And Anthony Edwards already is bulked up at age 19. That's just one thing. Obviously, the ball handling. The unbelievable athleticism that'll make you jump off your seat. Just imagine a sellout crowd with Anthony Edwards, especially in the postseason. That desire to win, the leadership that he does have, the calmness, the cockiness, minus the arrogance. It's a different kind of cockiness. It's more of a confidence. It's kind of a calm confidence versus outright arrogance where he's trying to show up as opponent. Northern Cal guy, constantly trying to show people up. Of course, again... I know it's not, I'm, I'm getting it more and more that it's not personal and they all get along and that's so cute and everything. I actually don't like that. I'd rather see somebody sock Curry in the face one of these days just because, you know, or punch him in the stomach. Just something. Just, you know, a really hard foul. Just to, not because of the old school side of things, but just to say, hey, you know, can't there be a little bit of anger and, and dislike in the league rather than the word hatred since I'm going to offend everybody by saying it. Kevin McHale hated Kurt Rambis. That's why he beat the shit out of him. And then Kurt Rambis wanted to beat the shit out of him in return. Pardon my French. Um, in the NBA Finals in the 80s. This and that. They hated each other. And I wish there was a little bit more of that. I'm sorry. I just I just wish there was. That the Curry got the crap beat out of him a little bit for showing people up all the time. Um, sometimes it's okay. As long as you're not intending to injure the player, 
but maybe just beat him up a little bit and then say, okay, you, you try that again, buddy. Try it again. You know, <laughs> you're going to get, you're going to get, you're going to be feeling it tomorrow and tonight, <laughs> that kind of thing. I don't think that's that bad to show a little bit of physicality and a little bit of dislike for your opponent more often rather than loving each other up every gosh darn time the, the final buzzer sounds. It's tiring after a while. It is. It's okay to say, I don't like this guy. It's okay. It, it is. It's okay. Um, Anthony Edwards, though, the way he stepped in between Carl and uh, Jimmy Butler, things like that. Pretty cool. Uh, there's just there's a there's a side of him where he 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 is going to be the leader of this team, like it or not, and he may or may or may not end up being the best player on the team in the not distant future. And I think the possibility truly exists. So not only is he the rookie of the year, and if he doesn't get it, <laughs> don't be surprised if Anthony Edwards end up ends up being a legitimate franchise player, where Lamelo Ball ends up being a really good piece to the Charlotte Hornets. I'm not sure Lamelo Ball is a franchise player, where I think Anthony Edwards very well could be. Uh, and obviously that spin move and the athleticism and the physicality and the strength and the there's just something about the guy that I, I think I think he's the closest thing to Dominique long term years from now uh, and of course again he grew up in Georgia like he's legitimately rooted with the Atlanta Hawks in a way the Dominique Wilkins uh, franchise in a way just in a sense there's just something there and obviously he must have grown up seeing him a little bit via YouTube and such that had to have been his team growing up had to have been, even if you liked football more and you wanted to be on the Atlanta Falcons maybe as a tight end or something. <laughs> LeBron James could have played tight end for the Cleveland Browns, I'm sure, easily. Uh, it is what it is. But um, there is a lot to Anthony Edwards that makes you excited. I hope he gets Rookie of the Year. I think he should. His durability is insane as well. LaMelo Ball, it's like a freak injury. Broken bones don't just happen. It's a freak injury. It's not like, oh, my God, he's injury prone. It's a broken bone. You know, I mean, it's a freak type of thing. You know, you know, you it is what it is. Maybe some people's bones break easier than others, but it's a freak injury at the end of the day. Oh, and I'm watching the wild collapse. Little replays in the background here. Oh, God. Sucks. So with that said, that's your Wolves conversation. Really hoping Wolves and, of course, awards ceremonies coming up here. Nice to see. Uh, at least we have somebody there. But Rookie of the Year, legitimate uh, possibility. I do believe. The uh, second number one pick in Timberwolves history and, of course, we've had other number one picks on the roster, but they didn't exactly, uh, you know, play like number one picks like Anthony Bennett and Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> As I try to sip a little bit of this mineral water, LaCroix. Yep. Oh, there's a free ad, right? Right, Free plug, right, LaCroix? Yeah, I wouldn't mind having them as a... That'd be a good one. Like, uh, when I need to cool off, which I often do because I'm always hot, especially as it's heading towards Memorial Weekend and the humidity has skyrocketed the past week. Got to have a little bit of refreshment here since I can't have the air conditioner on because it'd be too damn loud to do the podcast. The podcast. So, let's get to the NBA playoffs, this and that. You have the little play-in games and all that. Pretty cool. Unfortunately, a lot of them were not good games. The only good one was Lakers versus the Golden State Warriors. The Warriors had like a 15-point lead for an extended period of time in the game. Then the Lakers finally came back and ended up winning. Phoenix Suns, what an awesome season. Awesome year. They were like a number one or number two seed all season in the West, and then they get the Lakers in the first round. Oh, wow. <laughs> that figures. A healthy uh, healthy enough Laker team, we'll call them. <laughs> Unless LeBron James needs eye surgery or something, then, well, I think that's it then. <laughs> I don't think he does. He better not. <laughs> uh, that sucks. It just reminds me of the Wolves years ago. We got home court advantage. Home court advantage in the first round, and we're playing the Lakers. 
Wonderful. We're playing the effing Lakers in the first round. Yep. We took a two games to one lead, though, in that series. And we lost three in a row. Yeah. Sounds familiar to the next year when Sam freaking Gasell couldn't play a single game in that Western Conference final. But uh, let's digress to where we need to be. Oh, boy. Well, the plans are all done in the Eastern Conference. No, it's not going to be the Eastern Conference. You might get a champion out of there. Number one seed, the Philadelphia 76ers versus the Washington Wizards, who survived nicely. Well, they didn't really survive. The Celtics beat them, and then the Washington Wizards crushed the Indiana Pacers in order to get to the eighth seed. Woohoo! I can't believe the Washington Wizards are in the playoffs. I can't believe it. It's stunning. The Washington Wizards are in the playoffs. Charlotte Hornets got whooped by Indiana, and then Indiana then got whooped by uh, Washington Wizards. What the hell? It's weird. But Washington made the playoffs. I guess it is the least recovered. The Washington Wizards made the playoffs. It's kind of weird. I, I don't understand how. Yes, Russell Westbrook averaged a triple-double. And, you know, I mean, it's it's nice. It's great on paper. But, you know, need I say more? His playoff success hasn't existed throughout his career. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Just being honest. Oh, okay. Looks like this is up here, too. That's good to see. Philadelphia, though, 49-23. and 23, Great record in the Eastern Conference. Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nets, number two seed. Milwaukee Bucks, third seed. New York Knicks, fourth seed. Home court advantage against the Hawks. Isn't that cool? How about the Hawks? How about the Hawks? The Knicks and the Hawks make the playoffs. Miami Heat were a fifth seed last year. They're a sixth seed this year, so they had a nice little surge as the season progressed. Uh, came to the end there. Eight and two. The, the Sixers were eight and two. The Bucks were eight and two. So finally the Bucks got a little better again. Hawks, seven and three. All these teams were pretty hot going in, except the Brooklyn Nets for some reason. Uh, in the uh, Eastern Conference, Utah Jazz and the Phoenix Suns have the two best records in all of basketball. 52-20. and 20. Again, it's a strange record because of the, you know, yeah, shortened season, of course. Phoenix Suns finished 30 games, about 500. Good for them. Only one game behind the Jazz. But uh, they had to get to play the Lakers in the first round. Man, that's what sucks and guys get hurt and then good teams like the Lakers have to drop way down. It should be like Portland, Phoenix or something like that. Maybe Dallas, even. I'm surprised at Dallas's record. Huh. It's pretty good, actually. Let's go back to where I need to be. I apologize. I'm blabbering. Uh, blabbering by their Skype. Miami Heat. Sixth seed in the East. Boston Bruins. No, Boston, Boston Celtics at 500. What the hell happened to them? Wow. Seventh seed. Washington Wizards. Four games under 500 there. The eighth seed. Congratulations, I guess. Indiana and Charlotte, out, unfortunately. Chicago, Toronto, Cleveland, blah, 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 blah. yeah, you get the idea. Detroit actually had the worst record in the league. The Timberwolves finished with the fourth worst record in the league, I believe. Yep, 23 losses. Fourth worst, fifth worst record in the league. Congratulations, Cleveland Browns. Yay, Cleveland Brown Cavaliers. Frickin' Houston. Yuck. Watch them get the number one pick again. Ugh. And they got... They got uh, they got, uh, what, Hakeem Olajuwon way back in 84. They got Yao Ming in 2000. And, well, maybe they'll get it this year. We'll see. Um, we'll see what happens. Nolens obviously was not in the 10. Memphis, San Antonio tipped off. They didn't face off. They tipped off. Memphis beat the Spurs. And then now they'll play against the Golden State Warriors who lost to the Lakers. That's how the play-in tournament is. The ninth and 10th play each other. The ninth uh, winner of that advances to play one more time to play to survive for the 8th seed. 
whereas the seven and eight end up competing and get the seventh seed automatically, and then the eighth seed team survives or has to play the ninth seed or tenth seed, whatever it is, in order to continue. I picked Golden State to win that game, unfortunately. Go Memphis. Go John Morant. Go uh, go Wayne Hunt. See, now you get to go against the Warriors. Now you get to now you get to see why I don't like Steph Curry, uh, Wayne Hunt, because I know you're. You didn't like the way I was kind of trashing on the Warriors and Steph Curry. Well, now you get to see why, buddy. If, if that little, if that little, you know what shows you up, yeah, let him have it. <laughs> I hope Memphis wins that game. I'm going to pick Golden State though, and then we'll play the GS in the first round. This and that. So, Sixers versus Washington Wizards first round matchup in the Eastern Conference. Philadelphia in five. Philadelphia in five games. I might even go with four. I think they should go back to five games in the first round. That's just me. Some of these first-round series are dumb. You know, go back to five games again. But we all know it's all about M-O-N-E-Y. We all know. And they got their nine. It's good to have the extra games, but some of the first-round matchups are sucky. Washington and Philadelphia, that should be a five-game series, and it'd be 3 nothing Philly probably. Maybe 3-1. I'd be okay with going back to five-game series in the first round. I think they're more entertaining, and it actually gives you a shot at an upset. It actually does. You just might get an upset, which is kind of cool sometimes. But, uh, well, forget about it. Then um, you said you have a prolonged five-game five series against a, you know, whatever they are, and they end up losing by 35 points in each game. But uh, Philadelphia in five. Number two versus number seven, the Smeltics and the uh, Brooklyn Nets are actually healthy for the first time since 1985. Uh, and uh, they, they're going to beat the Celtics. Uh, the Celtics can't stay healthy either. And Mr. Brown was hurt. That was a nasty collision between Brown and Tatum. I was like, I remember my heart just sank because I was in the fantasy finals at the time, and I'm like, oh no. But I saw Brown look like he was much more hurt than Tatum. But it still is scary. Could you, what if you're a Celtics fan and you watch that? Like a Wiggins and a, a Wiggins, F Wiggins, uh, <laughs> Towns and Anthony Edwards collide or something? That would suck. Oh my God, that would suck. Let's not think about that. Let's uh, knock on wood over there. Nah, never, may that never happen. Uh, the Nets are going to have a, the Nets shouldn't have too much trouble with the Boston Celtics as long as they stay healthy. Nets in four. Nets sweep the the Nets sweep the Celtics. I, I know that's a little harsh, but the Nets are going to sweep the Celtics. If they show up to play, the Brooklyn Nets are a very dangerous basketball team. Milwaukee Bucks and the Miami Heat seven game series because the Bucks. I don't know Budenholzer. Come on, prove prove me wrong, Budenholzer. Awesome regular season coach. He's, he's, the Marty, he's the Marty Schottenheimer of NBA, isn't he? He's the Marty Schottenheimer of the NBA, in my mind, where he'll have really good regular seasons, and here come the playoffs, and, well, what the hell, we lost again. Oh, well, you know, it's just how it goes. You know, we, we tried our best. You know, we had a great season, but it just, you know, it just wasn't wasn't our year. Damn, that sucks. No, F that. You know, it's time to advance or, you know, make a change, Milwaukee. And I like Budenholzer. I liked him with the Hawks. He got them to the number one seed. The Atlanta Hawks are the number one seed. Can you imagine? They got to the West Finals and got swept. You remember that? By the Cavs? Swept right out of there. Just out. You know, that was depressing. It was, it was like they were just garbage. It was so sad. I like the Hawks. Oh, the Knicks and the Hawks. I want both of these teams to advance. Teams to advance. I love the Hawks. I'm a big fan. I've been a fan forever. And it's not just being, that's not because of the modern lineup, it's the old lineup. And the modern lineup is pretty cool, too. Unfortunately, Cam Reddish is not going to be available in the series, maybe not even in the whole playoffs, depending on how the Hawks do. Their playoff success has always been kind of meh. They did win their division this year with a 41 and 31 record. I'm just, I'm really happy to see Atlanta doing well. And I love that old, I love that logo coming back. And 
when they wear those retro-y looking red jerseys, oh my God, I love them so much. Just wear those until the cows come home. I love those jerseys so much. I love them so much. I love Clint Capella so much. Oh, I'm so happy. When I heard he got traded to the Hawks, I got so excited. I love the Hawks. Can, can you tell I like the Atlanta Hawks a little bit? Yeah, I, I do. Oh, man. Madison Square Garden. New York Knicks. I, I love the Knicks, too. Sore right Achilles for Cam Reddish. And no injuries for the Knicks. Knock on wood. Oh, man. What a fun series this is going to be. I can't wait. This See, this is where it's okay if it goes seven. I think this series is going to go seven. I think the Heat and the Bucks. That'll go six. Bucks and six. Hawks and Knicks. It's going to be a grinded-out battle. It really is. New York is going to win, though. New York is going to win. Home court advantage for the New York Knicks is going to ma- is going to mean something. Oh, it's a damn shame, though. I mean, the Hawks are so good. The good news for the Hawks, though, I think in the next couple of years here, they're going to make a serious playoff run. Stay healthy, Clint Capella. Don't get old too fast. Please don't get old. Just stay great. <laughs> He's still pretty young, which is good. Don't trade him away, Atlanta. Don't do it. Perfect fit. Trey Young's a superstar, and I like him a lot as well. And he's not arrogant at all. I actually really like him. Cam Reddish just, oh, I loved him coming out of the draft. A couple, uh, was it two years ago already? I can't believe it. Just love the guy. Uh, I thought he has a wonderful future. Uh, at least going to be a better Wiggins someday, I believe. Yep, yep, this was his second year. I get so mixed up because of the messed up situation. Uh, how things got stopped and restarted and everything. Like, who got drafted when anymore? I remember just adoring the guy, though. Uh where we could have actually taken him where we were ta- where we were going to be. I'd rather have him than uh, uh, Mr. Culver. I'd rather have him than Culver right now, and we don't. So kind of sucks. Knicks in seven games, though. They're going to have to grind it out a bit, but the Knicks will survive the Hawks in seven games. I would not be surprised one bit, though, if the Hawks somehow win this one in six. It doesn't go to a seventh game in New York, and that is how the Hawks would win the series in six. I'm almost thinking of picking that, but... There's just, you know, the Knicks are just, it's a good group. It's a good group, and, you know, they have home court, and it really helps, I think. I think that matters for something. So the Sixers would then play the New York Knicks in the second round, and that'll be a grinded-out battle, six or seven games. We'll go with Sixers and and six. Six or seven games, yeah, tongue twister there. But the uh, when you think of 76ers, 76ers win in advance to the East Finals, where they will definitely play the New uh, the Brooklyn Nets. Unfortunately, that's the way the NBA is. The Brooklyn Nets will beat the Bucks in five. They're going to shock the Bucks and beat them in only five games. Brooklyn Nets are going to be, again, if they stay healthy. If they don't stay healthy, who knows? The Bucks probably could beat them easily. But, because uh, the Nets are all over the place. How uh, Vince Germano talked about that team imploding in on itself on the unbelievable courtside podcast with uh, Wayne Hunt, Vince Germano, and Stu Benson. The greatest basketball show on earth. On, in the podcasting world, uh, I'm going to keep saying that till I'm blue in the face. Uh, but the the Brooklyn Nets, though, they may very well implode, like Vince Germano said, and I actually agreed with him 100% when he said that in the next three years or so. He was saying in the next two or three years, this team's going to completely implode, and maybe even right away. I think this year they don't, and then right after that, probably, depending on what kind of success they have, maybe they'll wind up like the Wolves, where they'll get to the fi- conference final and somebody will will come up lame and then they'll lose and then the next year it'll be uh, horse shit. Just like the Wolves. It was it was absolutely that the next year with Cassell and Sprewell. That was so freaking frustrating. And we never made the playoffs again until uh, until Thomas, Tom Thibodeau took the Wolves to the first round and got crushed by a very good Houston team. 
a very, very good Houston team that should have beat the Warriors in 2018. Should have beaten them. But Chris Paul freaking came up lame. Chris Paul, don't get hurt this time. But we'll see. We'll see. Wonderful opportunity for Chris Paul to actually get a ring this year and for, for a franchise that's never gotten a ring. Um, we'll get back to that later. Mm-hmm. We, sure, we certainly will. Hmm. <laughs> My mind is really sw swirling when I think about the Suns and the Lakers right now, and I'm just staring at that. <laughs> Nets, though, the Nets win over the Bucks in five. They're going to really, they're going to beat them as long as they're healthy. Advance to the East Finals. 76ers and Knicks, like I was saying, it's going to be a, boy, it's going to be a tight one. It's going to be a seven-game series. 76ers win. Sixers, Nets, Eastern Finals. Brooklyn Nets go to the NBA Finals. Brooklyn Nets win the Eastern Conference this year. Yep, Brooklyn Nets win the Eastern Conference this year. Uh-huh. As long as they're healthy, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, James Harden, they go to the NBA Finals this year, and it'll be quite a showcase for all that watch the NBA throughout the planet. It'll be a showcase. Much as we may not like James Harden, much as we think Kevin Durant is what he is, kind of like a, you know, whatever he is, a backstabber, a uh, guy who goes out the back door to look for the, a better opportunity. Yeah. But enough about LeBron James. No, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm i enjoying that he's on the Lakers, though. I think it's cool. But um, still, yeah, we all know back and forth stuff with that. The Sixers, though, I... I oof, boy. If, if they really apply themselves, they could, they could win that series. But I think the Nets win in six games. The Nets win in six in advance to the NBA Finals. They squeeze past the Sixers because obviously Sixers maybe push to Game Seven and go to the final, uh, push to Game Seven and then clinch it at home and go to the finals. But let's go to the <coughs> Eastern, excuse me, Western Conference now. Jazz versus Golden State, which is my guess. Maybe it'll be Memphis, but I think the Jazz advance either way. Unfortunately, in five or six games, depending on the matchup, I think they advance though. The Utah Jazz go to. I'm going to say five games. Utah Jazz go to the second round either way. Second, uh, uh, I feel like saving that one for last. I'm, I'm going to do that. Three versus six. The Denver Nuggets versus the Portland Trail Blazers. The Blazers are going to put up a fight, but the Nuggets win in only five. It's going to be kind of fast, and the Nuggets are going to make quick work of the Portland Trail Blazers. It was a pretty good matchup last year, from what I remember correctly. It's a really nice rivalry, division rivals, and it's very entertaining. It's fun to watch, and this and that. But I think the Denver Nuggets win the first round. Clippers versus Dallas, two high-flying teams. Clippers have to win that series, right? They have to. They have to win that series. But it's going to go long. That one's going to go to seven games. The Clippers barely survive, and they beat the Dallas Mavericks. And so long as that team stays healthy as well, um, I mean, they're dangerous. Przingis is so deadly. Oh, man. I, I'm yeah, That guy's really something. He could he could take a team on a run. Obviously, with Luka Doncic, who's the main star of the team, I acknowledge that. But, I mean, Porzingis is deadly, man, when, when, when he is what he is. He is, he is a killer. Uh, it's like the Wolves cannot even, they can't even, like, scrape the surface of that guy. He's so deadly for us. But I think the Clippers somehow survived that one. But I don't think the Clippers are going to any NBA Finals or anything like that this year. Uh, last year was a golden opportunity, and they didn't. Uh, it's going to be a seven-game grind-it-out. It's going to cost them later on. Suns versus Lakers, your feature presentation when it comes to the first round. There's no question about that. Suns had an amazing season. Amazing. Uh, DeAndre Ayton's wonderful. Really nice first-round pick, but not a uh, first-round overall pick. Certainly not a superstar, 
but star potential still at the same time. Still a very valuable guy who could block some shots, can get some rebounds, can, can do a little bit of everything there. Very solid player. Obviously, you got Mr. Booker and Chris Paul, the strawsters, the drink. He's the, he's the captain, so to speak. Booker can get hotter than hell, and he can really do some serious damage. The Lakers are the defending champions. They're survivors. They're tough. They're dangerous. Oh, man. It is going to be one of the classic series for a first-round series. This is this is it's a feature presentation. If this thing goes to Game 7, though, I think the Suns win. I think the Suns win. Otherwise, if the Lakers can somehow get a three games to two lead, they win the series at home in Los Angeles, California. It's going to be a tough one. This is a tough, tough series to call. But whoever wins this series, I think, is the favorite to go to the NBA Finals. What do you think of that? I think whoever wins this series goes to the NBA Finals, which is a major spoiler. I can't see Utah getting there. I can't see the Denver Nuggets getting there. And I damn well cannot see the Clippers getting there. Clippers can't even get to the conference final historically. They've never done it. They're not going to do it this year. They're not getting past the Jazz. Uh, which is a, another, you know, spoiler. Utah Jazz and Clippers. Jazz win. Jazz win that series, I think, pretty easily, actually. Which might sound kind of mean. As dangerous as the Clippers can be. They can be really deadly. I think the Jazz are going to really apply themselves at least until they get to the West Finals, and they get to they win that series in, uh, I think six games. They're they're going to be tough. They're going to be good, and they'll be able to win some road. They'll be able to win a road game or two in that series. Jazz get to the West Finals. Denver Nuggets uh, advance past Portland in only five, I think, but it'll be a really tight series. It'll be really good. I think Phoenix somehow, somehow, some way survives this series, and if they do. They go to the NBA Finals. I think they make it to the NBA Finals. They, of course, will advance past Denver in a very good series that'll go six or seven games. I mean, the Suns are going to have to really work this out. The problem is, if the Phoenix Suns are going to count too much on Chris Paul, they're dead. That's the one thing because of the injury history, particularly at this time of year. He just magically turns up lame. That's the one thing that is scaring me about it, where the Lakers may wind up right back in the NBA Finals again. And don't be surprised if they do, actually. I'm having a hell of a time picking a winner between that series, and I keep going back and forth. I got the Jazz literally waiting for the winner of those two, and I have the Nuggets losing to either one of them in the second round. <laughs> Man, it's like I'm rooting for the Suns in terms of that franchise has been to, only, has been to the Finals, what, once ever? Or did they make it back in the 70s? I think they did once. I think they went to the finals in the 70s, but they got, you know, it just wasn't it wasn't, it just wasn't just meant to be, that kind of thing. And, of course, in 93 with Chuck, Kevin Johnson, you know, guys like that. Cedric Zabalas, who wasn't healthy in that series, which is unfortunate. Uh, and then with Richard Dumas in the NBA Finals, which is a damn shame, because Zabalas was really good. What an effing shame. And, of course, Dan Marley, Thunder Dan. Duh. I knew there was somebody really important as well. Man, I don't know. I'm having a hell of a time, man. It's the hardest one ever. Vince is probably like, oh, come on. You know, come on, Joey. <laughs> oh, come on. Leg is in five. Leg is in five. Come on, Joey. Leg is in five. Yep. Uh, <laughs> if the Lakers can stay freaking healthy and apply themselves, they should be able to wait in the series in six, believe it or not. And even on the road, because LeBron James in Game Seven is is pretty deadly. Uh, they he he beat 
the uh, Spurs in Game 7, and he beat the Golden State Warriors in Game 7 in the Finals. He's, you know, he's become one of the most clutch players in NBA playoff history, going from one of the great chokes in playoff history in early, his early days with the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers, his first stint there. God, I'm having a hell of a time with this series. I've, been, I've literally been thinking about it all day. But the winner of this series is going to the finals. They're going to beat the, the Nuggets and the Jazz and go to the finals to play the Nets. <sighs> I don't like the way the Lakers screwed around with the Golden State Warriors. That scares me about them. I think the Suns are going to the finals. I think the Suns beat the... Uh, they're going to have a hell of a time. This is, it's really stepping on in a limb because of Chris Paul and his injury history. But if he stays healthy, Phoenix could actually win this entire thing. They could actually beat Brooklyn in the final. They could. Not saying they will, but they could. Brooklyn versus Phoenix in the NBA Finals. What do you think of that? Craziest matchup ever. But, hey, Chris Paul goes to Phoenix. You know, Booker, Devin Booker emerges nicely. Aiden emerges nicely. Other nice role players in in Phoenix emerge. Brooklyn puts together a super-duper team. What more can you ask for? Kyrie Irving versus Chris Paul. You know, Booker versus Durant. At least, kind of, sort of. <laughs> James Harden, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be something else. Brooklyn Nets win the final. If, as long as they stay healthy, same with the Phoenix Suns. It's, this is really going on in a limb. I mean, really going on in a limb, picking these two teams. But I guess that's part of the fun of it. They both stay healthy enough to get to the finals. You might think I'm absolutely crazy. Brooklyn Nets win the series in six. Brooklyn Nets beat the Phoenix Suns in the NBA Finals to win their first ever NBA championship and probably the last for uh, Kevin Durant. Kyrie Irving was so clutch against the Cleveland, uh, for the Cleveland Cavaliers against the Warriors. Kevin Durant was very, he was the best player in the two championships. He deserved MVP by a mile. In those, he was so good for the Warriors when they won their two titles with him there. That's kind of why, otherwise, maybe it is Phoenix's year. Maybe it is. I'm going to change my pick already. Phoenix actually wins it in six. They'll be on the... Yeah, they'll actually have home court. So maybe it's going to be a seven-game series. And Phoenix outlasts the Brooklyn Nets. I will change my pick. The Phoenix Suns win their first ever NBA championship. Chris Paul gets a ring. He stays healthy. And it finally works out for Chris Paul. And all of us talking about Devin Booker coming in Minnesota will never happen, happen because they will build a statue for Devin Booker. He's not going to be the MVP of the finals. It's going to be Chris Paul. Okay, it could be Devin Booker because he might go off. The Phoenix Suns will win the NBA championship. That's this is just I am just all over the place, wishy washy right now. But I think I do this every year, because there's always a matchup or two that's a real tough pick. Lakers versus Suns is tough. Nets versus Suns is tough. The Suns are going to win the championship, and, and I would be very happy about that if they did. I'd be very happy if they did. Uh, James Harden is probably the, would be one of the main reasons the Nets don't win. I guess when I think about that. But, I mean, obviously Chris Paul would be a reason why the Suns don't win because of health. Stay healthy, Chris Paul, and he gets his ring. We can hate Chris Paul all we want, but he'll get one ring, one. Maybe he'll emerge as a role player with another team like the Los Angeles Lakers or, or somebody else and win another championship, kind of like, you know, like Gary Payton did at the end of his career with the uh, Miami Heat in 2006. That would be how Chris Paul would maybe get a second ring. He'd emerge as like a backup point guard, but... He, he has had an amazing season. He's been an unbelievable influence on a franchise that was garbage just a year ago. Uh, good timing, though. Obviously, a lot of young players that have gotten better at the right time, and then his leadership has really transformed the franchise. And I think Phoenix wins their first title this year. 
I wish it was the Hawks. I really do. I'd love to see that. But I guess they did win one in St. Louis many, many, many years ago in the 60s. So, with that said, Phoenix Suns win the championship. Let's go to fan interaction now, if humanly possible. And this is one of the reasons why I figured this would be a one-segment show, is because on Twitter, there's just, uh, yeah, it's just the retweets, and I appreciate you guys that did. Malcolm McSween and Tanae Brown also liking that the uh, recent deal was posted up there. Uh, the recent episode of 306, Garnett enters Hall of Fame, new owners emerge. It's, of course, 307 playoff preview. Uh, I also put uh, Anthony Edwards goes behind the back to himself on the Jam versus the Celtics. That was a nice highlight play. I guess that was on the last episode. Uh, Vince Germano, out of Australia, Tanae and Levi Brown, out of New Zealand, retweeted the most recent episode. Can't thank you guys enough. It means the world to me. Thank you so much. At T-Wolves EX, at T-Wolves EX is the Twitter account for Timberwolves Explosion, Facebook.com forward slash Timberwolves Explosion, Facebook.com forward slash Timberwolves Explosion, and there's again buzz that uh, A-Rod could be I was planning to bring Kevin Garnett in and today Brown was saying, look forward to hearing your thoughts. Yep, that was at the time. Uh, That was on the last show. So, hasn't been a lot of time since the last episode, only a week ago believe it or not. So, as we continue to move forward, I think there was only one a couple comments here. I posted it that I finally got the trophy for my fantasy team, which is great. I know, you're like, woohoo, stop talking about it already. I know, I'm sorry. Uh, Tanae Brown, kind enough to comment on it, if I could get it to load. He says, awesome, mate. Maybe A-Rod needs to get you in the GM seat. Ha ha, no, man, I would love that so much. That would be like a dream come true. I was saying that would be a very happy day indeed. I don't believe there are any visitor posts, so that pretty much wraps it up. Uh, So we'll keep this to about 40, 45 minutes probably 45 by the time here we're done um please get involved with the show simply by uh voice <laughs> we call it an audio submission you can hear your voice with mine on the show it'd be awesome simply use any free voice recording uh application on any free on any vo- uh smart device on the planet just open it up press record treat it like a phone call hit stop Email it slash share it to paladinolive at yahoo.com. Paladinolive at yahoo.com. I will then convert it into an MP3 file. Thanks to zumzar.com. Always appreciate it there. And, of course, the Vigit application. What are they offering? Uh, well, no, it's basically social media for sports bettors. You can post about your picks, see what others are saying about games. Vigit betting leagues. A month-long betting competition to see who best... Who, who the best sports better is over the course of the month. That'd be a lot of fun to get involved with that, of course. Free to play on uh, play sportsbook, bet free coins, win real prizes, and betting stats. There's great information available on the Vigit line, uh, Vigit like line movement where the public is betting. So this and that, especially as we head into the NBA playoffs here, it's a lot of fun to bet on who's going to win these games. And you're not using real money. So this is not real money wagering. It's basically Vigit play money. Kind of looks like a... Uh, cryptocurrency, like a V, you know, it's like a round, round, kind of like a coin with a V, basically, they're just kind of having fun with that, that's probably the whole point, there's even, uh, there even is one out there that has that V with the lines through it, there's an actual cryptocurrency out there, go ahead and buy your Dogecoin, buy this, buy that, <laughs> a lot of fun with cryptocurrencies as well, I talk about that in the Freedom of Thought podcast out there, but some of you might not like my politics, because, uh, I, let's just say I don't really agree with what Minnesota politics are usually, <laughs> it is what it is. You know, we don't have to be enemies. We just don't have to agree either in politics at the end of the day. Uh, man, Washington was really crushing Indy, weren't they? They have that playing in the background with the Timberwolves logo 
in the middle without the wolf on it. That's the only thing different. It's so boring. Wolves need to the wolves need to get something more unique. It's such a boring logo, man. I'm not the only person that feels that way, believe me. With that said, please write a positive rating on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Audible. Those are the three applications that uh, allow that or that have that uh, privilege. Or you can uh, you can rate the show. It'd be so nice. Five-star rating. Please do that. And I've done a short review if you have time to do that. I'd greatly, greatly appreciate it. I'll thank you so much on here if and when you do that. For those of you that have, thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much. Those of you in Australia and New Zealand, uh, locally in the United States and such. As uh, the humidity continues to rise here in the Twin Cities, though, I guess it's going to be a little nicer eventually in a couple of days. It's kind of pretty out there right now with the big cumulus clouds uh, in the sky. You get the white and the blue. It makes you think about the wolves at home. You know, there's some blue and some white. Yeah. Okay, I'm just kidding. Of course, the wolves wear dark jerseys at home now. NBA is becoming weird like hockey that way. With that said, go Phoenix Suns. That'd be cool. I'd be very happy if they get it done. But of course, I'd be happy for the Lakers if they're able to go back to back. Vince Germano is one of my best friends. You know, uh, Stu Benson is also a big Laker fan. He's a great friend. Uh, Kalen Woods out there, also in Australia. You guys are great people. And I'd be very happy for your, the Lakers if they end up winning another one. But uh, And, of course, LeBron James. Politically, me and him are like oil and water, let me tell you. But as a player, I love I, I love him as a player. I'll just leave it at that, though. I love him as a player, and it was, it's fun to see him in the postseason. Um <laughs> If Phoenix gets it done, though, what an amazing thing it would be. It would be good for basketball to see somebody completely new win a championship. Somebody that's been around for 50 years as well finally win a championship. With that said, take care, everybody, and we'll be back in a few weeks for State of the Timberwolves 2021.